0: I just can't figure out if it's because you're advanced or because I'm stunted. You take the red pill. you stay in wonder. I am the club in there You do not talk about fight club. Life moves pretty fast. You don't stop and look around once in a while you could miss it. Hello everybody and welcome to another episode of the Glace Film Club podcast. Yes, once again, it is me, Marcus, and I've got another conversation episode lined up for you. Today, we always get great guests on this podcast, and today is no different because I am joined by Joe Sexton. Joe is a personal trainer from South Shields that has developed into an online fitness coach who also shares his healthy cooking recipes across the internet. His big aim is to take classic takeaway food and then turn it into something healthy. Through his recipes and his workout videos, he's motivating people across the world online every week. Most of Joe's videos can be seen on the Fat Loss Feast Facebook page, where he posts videos and presents live streams from his unbelievable self-built kitchen and workout space. He also shares content on the Fat Loss Feast TikTok and Instagram pages, as well as his website, fatlossfeast.co.uk. Anyway, it's time to get motivated. I could feel Joe's energy and passion all through this chat, and it was genuinely a joy to hear about his aims and why he does what he does. You're not going to be able to help but be energised by this chat. So here it is, my conversation with Joe Sexton. So, hello, Joe. Thank you for coming on the podcast. It's great to chat to you. I've been following your videos for some time now. It'd be great to actually have a chat about them and hear what you've been up to. How are you doing? And how has everything been for you over the last six to twelve months? Um, Tyrone <laughs>
1: Tyrone. So, in that time, we've had a worldwide pandemic, and I've had a new. We've had a newborn baby, and he just turned one. So, um, we've had a baby that knows nothing but isolation and in masks. And trying to pivot my whole business because I'm a personal trainer still. So, like straight after this, I'm getting in my car, heading down the beach, and training some PT clients. Um, and I can still train them one on ones. But the boot camp, which was the biggest part of my business, that, that was gone. And mm-hmm. um, so I was like, right. So that that's when the content started kind of going into overdrive. I was looking enough that I was already building the studio, which we can talk about. And and so COVID wasn't a thing when the studio was getting built. Um, so luckily it all kind of fell into place to it's just starting to grow. So yeah, Tired is the answer to that one. and But it's going well. I can't complain. Yeah.
0: Yeah, yeah. Well, I bet that is quite strange having a baby during all of this because obviously it's a totally different way of doing things. So it's, then you're gonna have to readjust to regular life and going out and doing all the things that you would have been doing. Oh, I can adjust. I
1: can do that tomorrow. I know. People, <laughs> I've, I've seen people going. It's gonna be weird, kind of transitioning back into normal life. Like I'm, I'm, I'm ready. Um, I'm ready to just to kind of start. Obviously, we've got to be safe and we've got to follow the rules and. And, that, and that's what I've been doing from the start, but I, I'm ready for it to just be gone and take me to a play. I, I would never ever thought in a million years that I would go, right, I can't wait to go to a soft play. But I can't. <laughs> he's never been to a soft play, and he's just he's just all over the place now, and you would love nothing more than a soft play. So I'm ready just to kind of get that side of me life normal. I don't think the business side will change much. I think I think it's, it's positioned itself online now to the point where I think it might change forever. Um, which is a good thing.
0: Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Well, speaking of that, we first spoke last year when you were building your setup up for your live streaming here and all sounded great and then seeing it now and seeing the videos you've been putting out since are fantastic yeah. and like the whole set you have put together is great but you said that you were planning this pre-pandemic anyway so what led you to the point you said that you've been a personal trainer in the past and you still do that what yeah. led you to this point now where you wanted your own video set up doing your workout videos but also doing your recipe videos as you have been doing over the last year yeah so for
1: years I used recipes and I used Workout is a, is, is a way for content. So it, it was always it was always to get clients. And it wasn't mm-hmm. just the, the cold hard of like to get clients, but it's it's good. It, content means a higher reach, especially content that's useful to people and that can help people. So I'd done that and I started finding me voice a little bit more. It was really unnatural. You can go on YouTube and type in Joe Sexton recipes. And there's some dodgy things from nine years ago, hat on backwards, I'm 31 now. So, like, I was just a kid and I would be like, yo, yo, like this jittery <laughs> hyper. And everything was too fast, it was quite aggressive. And so, I, I'd done recipes then. And then I started, I matured a little bit, had kids, everything slowed down a little bit. And I started finding a voice that people kind of was like, what must have watched and went, oh, I like watching him. Which was it's just mm-hmm. still mad now to think that that happens. So this these were just recipes from my kitchen in the house. I'm pointing over there because my house is over there. This is I'll, I'll go through the studio in a second. This is just slightly away from my house and workouts that I would do in my front room. And people would people would just would do them and in the following started to grow. So I was like, right, how can I step this up? I'm, I'm a little bit like all or nothing. I either want to lie in bed and, and be la- lazy. Or I drink sure. too much coffee and I want to take over the world. So I, I was starting to look for studios where I could build a kitchen and do recipe like my own Sunday brunch style studio, Saturday kitchen, mm-hmm. Sunday brunch, like you would say on the TV. So I had that idea. I'd seen gamers online on Facebook. Um, there's one in particular. He's from, he's from the Northeast, but he, I think he lives in Manchester now called Average Dad. And he was just playing Fortnite on Facebook. And he had this setup where it was multiple cameras. And I'm like... I can use that for recipe videos. So I was like, right, I yeah. want to build a studio. So I started looking at places and rents really, even in the Northeast, the rent is high. It was high for all this. And I just couldn't find anything. And then it, like me, my father-in-law was like, Joe, you've got a big detached double garage at the bottom of your, your garden. Why don't you add an extension onto that? And and that's what we did. And, so this, this, what I'm sitting in now is an extension and two seconds, I'm gonna show you this. And that, is the PT Oops. studio. So that was the existing garage. So on the yeah. other side of that door for That's... planning permission, let's hope no one's... <laughs> on the other side of that <laughs> door, it's still a garage door, but from the inside it's all still okay. walled and plastered. So there was a there's a PT studio that I can train clients out of, but generally now it's just online workout videos. And then this bit is the is the studio. And I just thought right people are watching them in my house. Let's step this up. Let's step the production quality up. Let's step, let's have a a set that's designed for live stream and recipe videos and
0: yeah here we are yeah i mean it looks really slick i it's funny that you should mention sunday brunch because i i'm a bit obsessed with the idea of live television because i think there's something quite unique about it and you get a a feel and an atmosphere that you don't get with pre-recorded stuff yeah and when you were saying there when you first started doing your videos nine years ago you feel totally different now and there's definitely a skill to develop being on camera like you want the energy but you definitely need to be able to get across what you're saying And i think yeah. you capture that really well because when you watch your videos straight from the first second you can feel the energy and the enthusiasm well, but you actually do get something informative out of it like you know what you're talking about and you deliver it well so yeah. what as what part of that process of going just from a personal trainer who put a few videos out there to promote himself to now being you've got the kind of two separate bits where you are also your own brand, you're a presenter of yep. your own content. What during that process did you have to develop and did you have to learn along the way?
1: First thing that was to slow down. Um, got okay. this, 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 like a strong Geordie accent. Um, some from South Shields, which is in between Newcastle and Sunderland. And I just, probably just talk a bit like a caveman. And if I, do, if I don't slow it down, you'd, no one can understand us. Um, so what the first thing was to slow down so it must have been about six years ago this still makes me wife cringe she just like well she finds this funny in other ways but i was like right how can i how can i slow this down and i'm always about trying to step it up so i was like right i'm gonna book some stand-up comedy gigs so and i think i've done about seven or eight the ones in south shields in my hometown i i I used to train and friends with chris ramsey the comedian so chris and rosie ramsey the podcasters and and uh chris said Whatever you do, do not do South Shields. Do Newcastle, people do not know who you are. I was like a popular personal trainer in South Shields, and I was like, what does Chris know? He's only a like, a like a famous comedian, do you know what I mean? What does Chris know? And then, no, the ones in Shields were, I can't even, it hurts inside how cringing it was, like really bad. I was young, the, the content, it was, it was just too fast. It was probably too crude as well, which is a big mistake stand-up comedians make. Yeah. But I, I think if you can bomb on stage, you can do anything. And, and, and it was just doing more and more camera work. And I reckon if you put a montage together from YouTube nine, 10 years ago, to five years ago, to three years ago, it, it changes a little bit and probably just slow down. It was just getting them hours behind the camera, reps. It was just reps behind the camera, finding a voice, And a stronger, unique selling point, I think as well. Fat loss feast would used to just be healthy recipes. Now, when you said the camera goes on and the intro from the start is the energy, I'm trying to make every intro unique. So every intro is a reason why I think people don't eat eat unhealthy food. So one intro might be, I literally press start, it goes to Facebook live, I've got a portrait camera like this, and then I've got a, a wider shot of the kitchen so you can see he's cooking. And I press live, I look at the camera, and I start telling the story. And I try to tell it with a smile on my face and with energy. And it's like, for example, it's, it's Monday morning. You wake up focused, motivated, this is your day to lose weight. It is Monday after all, the universal day of starting a diet. You get up, you're still focused, but within five minutes, the kids are fighting over who gets to play on the iPad next. Your partner still hasn't done the dishes, and there's no way you're prepping your healthy lunch in that kitchen, you've got a day from hell at work and you're already craving that takeaway. And then it's my Joe, my name's Joe Sexton, welcome to Fat Loss Feast. So every, I, I think that's a little bit of a more unique selling point. And that excites us, it wasn't just healthy recipes anymore, it was, it was healthy recipes for the hectic lifestyle. And I think them two things, slowing it down, getting, getting in camera experience and then finding that unique selling point of kind of why is this different to just a personal trainer cooking healthy recipes and they were the things that have made it what it is today Um, but definitely reps in front of the camera not watching I wouldn't even watch them back like I'll not watch this back (laughs) not a chance And, and and I probably should I hear of comedians watching the really good comedians watching all that stuff back to see which bit worked and which bit didn't so i probably need to start a little bit but when especially when you first start it, it used to just kill us off the idea of hearing me voice or going oh i was going um um M um, or something like that so maybe kind of maybe that that's that self thing of if discipline of watching your videos back when you first start and and either and if you can do it if not don't care just get in front of the camera, be yourself, try to be, well, I would say yourself, on caffeine. Whether you drink caffeine or not, it's yourself on caffeine. Sure, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, And then, whether you wanna watch it back or not, it's just getting them reps, and you used to be able to press play on the camera, and I would be like, oh, no. And I'm sure you were the same. Like, the first time you'd done any interviews or anything like that, it it would've been, you press play, and them nerves hit, and you're like, oh, this is going to be horrible. But the more you do it, the less. Like, I, I don't care anymore. Um, I quite enjoy it.
0: Yeah, for sure. And I like, especially when you said about doing the stand-up, absolutely throwing yourself in for. Because if you can get through that, <laughs> if you can get through something so intense like that, then obviously that's going to build from it. So and I think you're right exactly what you're saying there about being in front of camera. It's not something, it's not a natural experience. It's something that you, you have to develop because you are a version of yourself when you're there and you want to be able to develop that version to something that you want people to see and you want to want them to hear. And what I love about Fat Loss Feast and the brand you've created there, like you said, you found a niche and one of your videos I was watching where you were mentioning the idea of a fake away. It's something that people can relate to and, you said you, with your intros, you're creating a story. There's something there that people can latch onto, And whether it, any form of video or film or content, people want to connect to it. And I think that's why instantly people do connect to the stuff that you put out there because there is a narrative to it. You can relate to it. And then yeah. you get the information and you're engrossed by it. But just going on now to, you mentioned there about, Doing your stuff on facebook live and i'm forever amazed by how quickly different platforms develop now that you can put video on or you can put yourself out there you do a lot of stuff on facebook live you said you've also put stuff on youtube but how have you used social media to get your videos out there and why do you do it in the way that you do especially with the live streams well
1: facebook so it must have been about six or seven years ago something went viral on facebook and i went from Four thousand likes. When it, when Facebook was just likes, my page mm-hmm. went from four thousand likes to sixteen thousand or something like that. Okay, so, well. it, so that, that was like right at the beginning, and then from there, that was always the most popular platform. I stopped putting things on YouTube. YouTube's a, a funny one. It, it's a full thing in itself. It's hard to grow on places like Facebook because Facebook doesn't like outside links into YouTube and vice versa and things like that. And so I put all my effort into Facebook, because Facebook was excellent for... Well, it was it was good. It was a new video platform that people were watching. All my family and friends and people my age went on it. I don't think it's that popular with the a, a younger generation now. But it, all my... It, so it, I found that it was really good for business and getting people to boot camps and personal training. So that's where I put all my book... Uh, that's where I put all my content and Live, then, then they brought out live streaming. Before there was Facebook, there was... Twitter still uses it now. I forgot what it was called, but there was like a... a, a Twitter still uses the live... There's, there's like a live streaming thing on Twitter, and I started doing that. Periscope, no, was Periscope, it? Periscope, that's it. Yeah, I think it's still a thing, but I think it's Twitter Live or something now. I yeah, think yeah. I bought it. And so I, I used Periscope, and it was just... It, no one watched it. But then I I, I I done it on Facebook, and some people watched, but not many. <laughs> I still found then that top-down recipe videos with just me hands. They were doing re- this is five six years ago, they were doing really well. They were getting 100, 200, 300,000 views. Uh, it was just copying off Tasty or buzz food and things like that. Um, but there was ju- there were just recipes. there was no it was no story, there was none of me. it was just recipes. And then the, the organic reach of that started coming down. so and then I realized lives were Facebook must have been pushing lives. So I started doing more Facebook lives just from the house, and, and they done really, really well. So I used I used Facebook lives, seeing that they were doing well. I tried some more stuff on Facebook, uh, YouTube, in, in 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 little bits on Instagram. But for me, Facebook was working, so I, I continued with that. It stalled for a while. I, I didn't step it up. I didn't put any much new content out. Life gets in the way, doesn't it? Like, I'm, sure. like yeah. yeah, like life gets in the way. So and then, and then, and. March. This was built. COVID hit. The setup wasn't ideal, so I didn't really put the cameras. We used different. We were trying to use these webcams, which weren't great. Um, it wasn't decorated, so it was just all white on the background, and it didn't look right. So I, I kind of didn't do anything up until September, where we launched it. Where we decorated it, got new cameras, mics, lights, and then since then, again with Facebook, I can put something on YouTube, and it might get hundred views put something on Facebook and it could get 100,000 views. So Facebook was always me, me platform of choice and it really has just grown, especially since September, hugely, like it, 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 organically at a rapid rate.
0: Yeah, and it is it's crazy how some things, sometimes it can just take off um, without explanation in a certain direction, but I know what you mean They're like, in terms of, I think, Facebook and the platforms, they want to see more narrative, longer form stuff that's actually, yeah. you know, it's got interest that can take on the other platforms. And yours absolutely does that because, like you said, you've moved away from just the over-the-top recipe video, something that's more engaging, which... I like that about the platforms now, how they want something where you can sit down and watch it as if it is an entertainment or informative platform. And I can see absolutely why that works for you on Facebook. In terms of doing more lives over pre-recorded, I know you still have um, some pre-recorded videos on there, but in terms of the format and how you can connect with your audience, what do you kind of like with live over doing something pre-recorded?
1: So I still find pre-recorded gets better views overall and mm-hmm. um, i've had a few videos over the last like over the last month that they've blasted over like a hundred thousand views and um, just like a, a little minute and a half video it's not quite top down it's a bit of like me it's all edited quickly it's but like a quick edit they get more views but when it comes to building an audience that live's still really good so when i do intro then i I kind of see the chat how he's all doing where is and i always ask where everyone's from which is wild by the way because it's not just the northeast anymore it's it's, fatless feast is way bigger now than just the northeast so it's nice then I start talking to people and i just find for engagement for building a, a a community of people and getting to know people like if, if there's someone that I don't know and they're like oh I'll watch your videos and I, I shout them out and then they'll watch the next one and before I know it they're watching all the videos and I'm shouting them out and I kind of everyone gets to know each other and it's just a nice it's a nice community so them live them live videos are just excellent for um, for engagement and the fun because they're not I could structure them way more and one day I might but they're just carnage it's just it's just me Blagging it to the camera trying not to chop my fingers off cooking something live on <laughs> on, on facebook and it goes it, it always goes well and people enjoy watching it
0: yeah and i think that's absolutely the way to go to get your personality across i mean yeah i mean structuring it can sometimes work to get more things in there but when it is a bit more free form then you are yourself more and people can connect to you and relate to you and again, yeah. what you said about Sunday brunch, I can see that absolutely with your setup—not just how it visually looks, but how you have the interaction. I've seen a few videos where you have your friend on—is he a comedian? The guy who's in it as well, and yeah. you, you bounce off each yeah, other, so, which is fantastic. So Carl Car- Halbert—he uh, was on.
1: He's been on Britain's Got Talent twice. You got both times he's been on. He's—you he got like five. All everyone said yes, but oh. I think the, what they do is, from what I gather, is that they they can you can get all the yeses but if you if the donor if they feel like your performance was excellent for TV but it can't change up that much for the next one i think they kind of don't take it and you just quietly don't go to the oh. next episode but okay. they were excellent like they like so he was part of the mimic men so him and alfie Joey they done the a to z of impressions and i can listen to both of them all day doing impressions so when it was before the like the big lock like the big lockdown before Christmas and and we're done it for a way to kind of go, right, let's start it was Cheap Meal Sunday, so everything's healthy and I was like, let's make some unhealthy food. And especially having a comedian there and Carl's an excellent presenter. Like I look at Carl and kinda of go, I wanna be I wanna be to that level. Mm-hmm. I I feel like I can blag it on sheer caffeine fueled energy. But when it comes to like Carl's does like award ceremonies for, for big corporate gigs okay. and things like that. So he's really good at that. So having Cal in the kitchen and and, and bouncing off him, and, and we justified it by, look, we'll look at the kind of make something of it and get a show sponsor. Um, It was excellent. And it, it, I can't wait to get guests in here on a regular basis. Now the mm-hmm. Fallows Feast following's growing. Like it was 100K Christmas, it's 160K this morning um All organically. There's nothing stopping it being 200. By the time restrictions start to lift, 200,000, and then that gives us a little bit leverage to go right. Let's book in some weekly guests, and it's just me and them. And restrictions have lifted, and then I can bounce off their audience. They can share it with me, and kind of I'll self-produce it, unless we've got a show sponsor, and then I'll have someone behind switching the cameras and telling us where I want to be looking. But just having someone sitting here at the breakfast bar and me cooking there interviewing them talking having a laugh then maybe helping out um that's that was always the goal it but it's just obviously it's not the time now to get just random guests in um sure. but yeah i can't wait to be able to bounce off more I've, and my daughter as well me my, my five-year-old daughter i have done it. i've done a few recipes with her i actually just sent her a voice message before this She's it's it's half term this week, so we've got out she's here tomorrow. So I was like, Do you wanna do i I think I'm gonna do a live video with her tomorrow? And she's meant, she's just it, get her used to the camera, it's safe. Yeah, yeah. There's there's no hot there's no like, oh my, the fat loss feast, there's no trolls or anything like that. So it, it's not like I'm putting her in a position where I'm putting out like putting any child on social media, whether it's YouTube or anything, it's it's a it's a risky and scary thing. But you've got to be sensible with it. And it's mm-hmm. good for her because she gets good at used to talking the camera. She'll never fear it, and uh, yeah. So, I, getting my daughter and Callin has been excellent so far. I can't yeah. wait to get some. I can't wait to get some uh, other guests in.
0: Yeah, and I bet that's really nice for you personally to do as well. But in terms of the actual content, it does it adds another dimension having someone else on there. And I love the idea of you developing it and getting more guests. And like you say, as your channel grows, you'll have. Um, more ability to get extra guests in there and it'll develop it from there but yeah. from a viewing perspective it adds that level of not just your content from fat loss feast and people seeing it for an informative basis there's an extra entertainment level and you get the connection like it's a tv series so yeah, yeah i think that works wonderfully speaking of the setup you, just, you mentioned that you developed this all yourself You've got your two little studios, one for the workout and one for this. I mean, yeah. it looks epic on camera. I think it looks fantastic, especially the kitchen setup. Yeah. But what did you model it off and how did it all come together, oh, especially with the multi camera setups that you've got?
1: So I, I fully blagged it. Um, <laughs> so the break, I'm sitting at the breakfast bar and the breakfast bar comes off at a slight angle. For no other reason, but I thought it made sense that if someone was sitting on a slight angle, they don't have to be fully looking that way. They're kind of a little okay, bit yeah. more facing me. And I was like, I think that works. Again, like who, who do I speak to about this? Um, so I so it just kind of blagged this and, and this was all white background and it didn't, look, it didn't look right on camera. But I was skinned because it's, it all cost us a fortune. Um, but once I had a little bit more money behind us, it was like getting all this decorated, getting it tiled, um, but then I was still using so something called the Logite- two Logitech Brio webcams, which are like a 4K webcam. And technically, it should have been enough, but the, the video quality, um, I've got a picture somewhere of one of, of, one of them, the picture quality is shocking, and I was like, that's not right. Um, and luckily, someone at that point, I, I ended up getting a little bit of COVID funding to, to change my business, to go online a little bit more, and I was I, I applied for it and I got it, and and that that paid for that paid for two DSLR cameras, some lenses, some lights. To be no sorry, I had the lights and some wireless mics as well, some like wireless lav mics. Um, it would have been something that I would have built up over time and maybe got one use one Brio and one DSLR, but that got us, that put us in a position where I could go like. Like, I could buy two of these now and get the full setup. Um, so, yeah, so the, the camera setup, there's a... So, this, the camera that I'm using now is a Sony A6400. Um, and then this is a 30 a Sigma lens, so a 30 millimeter lens. I didn't know anything about this, by the way. Nothing. I knew nothing about lenses. I knew nothing about... And I'm still... It's very basic, the, the knowledge. Um, and then the, the this one there is the A50... One hundred. So the cheap. I think you can pick that from Argos for like three hundred pound or something. And then the lens on that's the sixty. I think the lens was more expensive. It's four hundred. That, that's a um, Sigma sixteen. That's like a wider lens. Um. So them two have just made a huge. And having the lenses have made a huge difference. Blink. This is the Saramonic Blink five hundred. So this you got two, two transmitters in one receiver. Okay. Um, the only bad thing, you'll you know more than with, with having a podcast. You'll know more about sound than me, but it means that I can have a guest, and we're both on one audio channel, mm-hmm. which for editing audio is meant to be a bit of a nightmare. Um, <laughs> but for live streaming, it's perfect, um, and then it's all run into a, a computer. So a year ago I got the computer over a year ago I got the computer built. And when I say they could have sold us anything, it fault there's a shop in Sunderland called Falcon's Computers. They could have sold us anything. Um I had when I say I didn't have a clue, no, no idea. But but uh, I kind of like got I was like, wait, I'm gonna have to learn bits about this. So I started watching Linus Tech Tips on on YouTube and and now like I would say I'm a I would still say I'm a white belt in it if we we're gonna go on martial art belts, but I would say I was a white belt in PC building. Um, like the computer is now got a, it's got, it's like a Ryzen 3700X, um, which is for CPU wise is more than enough for for live streaming. Uh, a new RTX 3070, which is overkill for what I need, um, so that it all feeds into a computer that's more than capable of of live streaming. So yeah, the setup it, it it's evolved over time. When I first got the computer, it just had a basic graphics card because supposedly streaming CPU intensive. Um so it just it just evolved over it's only when I say over time, it's only it's been a year and about five or six months of that I wasn't doing any I went really quiet on Fat Loss Feast Facebook page for about four months. Um and just te- just just not putting anything out. I was, I was I was a new dad again. I was knackered. I wasn't. Uh, I wasn't doing any recipe videos. So yeah. So it's it's evolved over time the setup. But like I said, so and oh, and it through a switcher. So my sound will go off here. But at the beginning of a live stream, for like the first two minutes, I'll have like something playing. I've just done a take the mic out of D- Dubai influencers last week, and um, because with having one hundred and sixty thousand followers now, I, I I think I'm classed as an influencer. So i done a Dubai <laughs> yeah. I've done a Dubai workout. So this will be the intro. So the intro. We'll go there.
0: <laughs> Amazing.
1: And then again, the switcher goes from yeah, there. Yeah, yeah. I didn't actually good. get I any like grief. It. I didn't get any grief for the. Uh, <laughs> I thought I was, but you know what? I wasn't. I wasn't aggressive about it. I was just. I basically said I was just jealous. But yeah. uh, I just. No, I, that's I, funny. It's funny. Yeah, yeah.
0: But yeah, absolutely. And I see what you mean. Just chipping away at bits so you can start off with not necessarily knowing about it but adding those little bits like you say with the cameras and the lenses and then the different angles i think it adds so much to the production because you see a lot of people putting content online and it looks great and as long as the content is good it'll carry but what you've done there with your setup and having your two different setups is taking it from something that's is good social media content, something that you would see on Netflix, for example, as a cooking show. It has that production value to it, and it adds so much more, and it makes it so much more watchable. It's fantastic, especially the fact that you have those two different setups. So it's great to hear how you've gone about doing that. And I think it makes it pretty accessible from how you've described it in terms of it seems really daunting when you're trying to put something together with that and by no means saying that it's an easy thing to do but as you've (laughs) said you've just worked away at it bit by bit and it just shows that over a year what the end product can be by what looks really good and you've got a very professional setup which looks fantastic so yeah great to hear how you've done it and i'm sure people watching will be um, interested to hear about that too Um, just going back now to the videos themselves so obviously you're doing the workouts you're doing the recipes as well but in terms of your audience that's been growing a lot what do you think of when you're putting a video together that you want your audience to get out of it what are the main things that you are actually trying to give your audience and when they finish watching they think okay this is what i want to go and do now so (laughs) i don't I'm, i'm by by a mile
1: i don't go and i should. It's not planned to that to that extent. Um, there's there's no real structure to it. Um, when I say I blag it, I mean that in the best possible way. I don't blag it and just, just see what happens. I, I feel like I'm good at reading and know what what to do. And all and, so I, if I go like say tomorrow I'm going to do a recipe video with my daughter. There's no, there's, I don't even know what recipe we're going to do yet. I'll think about mm-hmm. that either tonight or I'll get to the shops tomorrow and I'm like, oh, what can I, what, what ingredients am I going to buy? And then I'll just put it out there, and it's literally as simple as that. And but my goal always, and this is over time developed, it, just to get my point across on camera is to make people feel like, if they're in a bad place, if they feel like they've got bad, loads of bad habits forming, and they feel helpless when it comes to healthy and they can't fit it into their lifestyle. I want them to go away from that, going, right, I can do this. And it doesn't have to be, it doesn't have to be perfect. You don't have to go and start meal prepping and, and counting your macros and this and that. It's a little bit of food's better than no healthy food. A little workout for five minutes is better than no workout at all for five minutes, and that's always the message. So the content isn't planned to the point where I go, "This is what I want to get across. This is what I want to get across." I just, if I can, if I've got time to do it, I'll try my best to put some content out, and I but I try to always make the message about that someone watching it going, one that enjoyed it. It was in, in entertaining watching, and two. Like, I wanted people to go, I needed to hear that today. I put mm-hmm. a status out on Fat Loss Feast yesterday, which is a status, I didn't have time to put out any content yesterday, so I just made a status. And the amount of people that reply back saying, oh, it was like you were in my head when, when I was reading this, this is what I needed to hear today. And it just, if it, it, now I feel like I'm on that level of where I need to be of putting a message across to the people that need to be hearing it then and there. But there's no structure and there's no I wish I I wish I could say, yeah, I've got a, a, a content strategy and here it is and this is what I'm gonna do this day, this day, this day. I can't I'll I i can not work like that. Um I have some off days where I don't wanna get in front of a camera and do it. Whether I felt bad or good today, it didn't matter because we'd booked this in. But if I say it in my audience, right, I'm definitely gonna do this content, then Theo and my son has a bad night because he's teething. I just, I just don't do it. So I tend not to advertise content now and I just put it out. find that that, that works better for me. But there's no structure. Um, I wish there was. And I know that's not the answer that you were probably expecting. But when I, I blag it in
0: a way where
1: I just do content as and when. And try to put out as much as I can.
0: No, but that absolutely makes sense. And I think going back to what we said at the beginning, the enthusiasm and the passion for it is what drives it. It's not necessarily the very specific, oh, you need to eat this, do this and think that. It's the mindset of getting people into it. And I think that absolutely comes across because... I think a lot of influencers, especially in the area of health and fitness, are too intense with it, and it can be off-putting for people. It can be like, here's the diet you need to be doing, here's the exercise you need to be doing, here's the lifestyle you need to be living. And for most people, that's not something you can relate to, whereas what you're doing, it's it's um boosting people's enthusiasm It's getting people motivated but it's accessible exercise and it's food that people can make and want to make as well so yeah. i think that makes sense what you said when it's not necessarily planned it's more how you feel and the direction you want to take it in which yeah i think i think mean, that's fantastic Okay, well, we'll we'll start looking to wrap up now, but I just want to speak to you a bit about where you on where you see this going in the future. I know you said you wanted to get guests on and develop the channel in that way, but are there any specific things as a brand, as Fat Loss Fee, so as an individual with your personal training and your recipes that you want to take this in and where you want to see it grow in the future? Right. So,
1: I'm i my whole thing. I don't know if that's a corny saying, but you miss hundred percent of the shots that you don't take. Like, mm-hmm. I, I read that, I think it was on some sports film or something like that, and I was like, you know what, I really like that. Um, and whether these goals happen or not, I, if you were a betting person, you wouldn't put money on it. But like, I want a cookbook, I want a cookbook deal. I don't want to, I can self-publish and probably make a, a decent amount of money, I would say. Um, but I want to build it up that I start getting some offers. And it might not happen, but I'm in a better position than I was than last year, or the year before. Um, so I want to I want a cookbook that sells well. Just like that's a business goal. Um, I want to I want a spot on Sunday brunch. I want a spot on Saturday kitchen or like I, don't know, I think James Morton Saturday, Saturday morning with James Morton or something now. Like, mm-hmm. like I want a spot on that. Um, whether it goes well or not, like. I, I, like Joe Wicks, who I always get. Comp- Joe Wicks is the the gold standard of a personal trainer. Who's whether you, you're a fan of his stuff or not, he's a nice guy, and he's done really, really well. Like you can't, you're not getting, you're not getting much. I don't, I don't think there's many in the world that have went from being where he is to where he is now. So you've got to always call him the gold standard of what can be done he's not a chef i've seen him do guest spots on tv because he's he, his 15 second ones are fast mm-hmm. But when he's cooking a meal with like thingy it, you can tell he's not a chef but he's so likeable and energetic and it comes across so that always makes us think well i don't i, I can cook but if I, my whole thing is if i can do it you can do it anyone can do it because I'm, I'm not a trained chef Um. so my goal is to get on saturday kitchen to sunday brunch one of them shows because I feel like I've had so much camera work now doing live videos, I feel like that it works. I feel like that, in, I know I couldn't do an intro where I take over the cooking show and start looking at the screen and start going, it's Monday morning, it. but <laughs> yeah. getting interviewed by, I feel like it interviews well. I feel if someone's going, right, Joe, why should why are we eating this meal? And I can talk about when you have become best friends with the takeaway drivers, and, all the take, local takeaway staff are at your wedding because that, you ring so many takeaways. <laughs> like, that interviews well, doesn't it? So like, it, yeah, it's, yeah. So, on, on, on national TV, going that, and then people watching it go home going, I feel like I ring too many takeaways. And like, so my goal is to, to, to get a slot on there. I feel like I just need one slot where it goes well. I can come across, hopefully, all right. Uh, don't get too nervous and freeze. and. I feel like I just need that one. I need just need that one slot, and I don't think I'm far away. If I'm honest, I feel like with the setup, the following, it's going up about a thousand, thousand followers organically a day now. I think Saturday went up two thousand. It's anywhere between that, and it will slow down. But I, so, I, but I feel like I just need that one slot. So my goal is Saturday kitchen, Sunday brunch slot, something something like that, and um, I want a cookbook. And I know they're two crazy goals where they might not never happen but you, you do you miss 100% of the shots you don't take and and if I if I don't say I'm going to at least attempt to put myself in a position where that can be the case I'll, I'll never ever do it then so at least I've got I'm giving myself a bigger chance by actively trying to get them goals
0: yeah absolutely and I'm Fully behind you on that. I mean, you've got you've got to aim for it because that's the way you develop. And I fully agree that you're not far away from that at all, especially with the setup. And if you're thinking the world that we live in now, where so much of TV gets linked to other people in their home setups, there's no. Yeah better way of having a studio link than having your own studio to link to as as one plus point but obviously you've got your following building up great recipes and like you said the way that you can speak to camera I think there's a lot to be said there and it's great to hear that this is why I love doing these podcasts because I love speaking to enthusiastic people who've got a lot of interesting ideas and are motivated to go and do it and I think absolutely you tick the boxes on that so I'm very excited to see how the channel develops and everything else that you've got working on.
1: Thank you. It's something that I need to get better at. I feel like I can talk the camera and do the cooking thing all day. But when people start asking us questions, I'm like, oh. And then I, I, and then I'll go so off topic. I'm dreading watching this back because I know for a fact you'll ask us <laughs> one question and I've just went over here somewhere. Like <laughs> and it's something that I probably need to I need to get better at. And like so I appreciate the fact that you've asked us to do this because I believe with anything. I know it's going back to the fitness industry, you've talked about reps. Um but I first heard it in comedians, LA comedians talking about reps and doing reps on stage and doing, trying to do three sets, three, four sets a night at the comedy store and here, <laughs> here. And before you know it, it becomes second nature. And I think that's with anything, and whether it's podcasting or whether it's recipe videos or whether it's interviews, the more you do, the better you're going to get. Um, so yeah, thank you very much for, for inviting us on.
0: No problem at all. But yeah, I think that's a very good way of describing it because it is an unnatural experience um, for most people. Some people less than others, but speaking to a camera and it's not an actual person is yeah. an unnatural thing. So it is going over it and you you get better. And as you've proven, working on it, developing it, and putting more content out there is definitely whole the skill to so the place that you're at now. But I think that's a good place to wrap it up. We've covered a lot there. It's been great to see your setup, hear you describe it, but hear about how you've been doing everything you've been doing. And like I said, I've been watching your videos, really enjoying them, especially the whole setup you've got going on. I love the live stream. So I'll definitely be uh, keeping watching everything you're doing. And hopefully you will get to those aims very soon. And I'll be sure to buy the cookbook when it comes out. We'll see. Everyone's got to buy the cookbook when it
1: comes out. (laughs) Um, Yeah, whether that happens or not, but and the cookbook is lends the story of all the why you would eat i've got i've got the proposal written to start sending off to agents it's all there i just need to
0: find some hours in the day to send it off perfect sounds good just before we go could you share the details of where are the best places for people to find you online yeah
1: facebook fat loss feast um or if you've got any questions, joe at fatlossfeast.co.uk. I do use Instagram, so you can follow us on Instagram. I, I need to start posting more. Um, and TikTok, again, I've got a full thing planned for TikTok. Just, I, need, I need to get someone external in to do that. But TikTok, Fat Feast, Instagram, Fat Feast, Facebook, especially, is the main page, Fat Feast, or joe at fatlossfeast.co.uk if you've got any questions.
0: Brill. Thank you very much everyone head over to there check it all out a lot of great content i'm sure plenty more to come well thank you very much joe i hope you enjoy the rest of your week it's been great chatting to you and like i said i'll be watching all your videos coming up and um, i encourage everyone else to go and check them out so thank you very much and i hope to speak to you again soon cheers thank you see you later and there we have it there was my conversation with joe sexton He really is doing some fantastic stuff with Fat Loss Feast. I remember when I first checked his videos out online, I was really impressed by the setup, but also his energy on camera. It comes across really well, and that's one of the main things when you're delivering this type of content. I know he's going to go far with it, and his enthusiasm and passion, I can feel it. I know the rest of his audience can as well, and I wish him the best in the future, because I know he's got plenty of big aims, and I'm sure he will get there love his kitchen as well. So Joe, if you're listening to the end credits here and you need a guest down the line to come and do some cooking in the kitchen, I am 100% up for it. But there we go. That's enough from today. I hope you've enjoyed that conversation with Joe. Go and check him out. Go on the Fat Loss Feast Facebook page to get all his content, but he's also across all the other social channels and on his website as well. We'll have more guests coming up for you soon and of course we'll have plenty more film reviews on the Glace Film Club podcast. But until next time, thank you for listening and I'll see you all later.